Robbie Knox here, landlord of the Moon Underwater, and I have a very exciting announcement to share with you. Have you ever found yourself listening along to the podcast thinking, hmm, I wish I could experience this with my own eyes in the real world? Well, you're in luck, because very soon the Moon Underwater will be returning to the other realm for a special live show. As it's such a special occasion, we thought we'd invite an equally special guest along. Joining us on the night to create their dream pub is the Edinburgh Comedy Award-winning comedian Ahir Shah. It's taking place on Sunday the 7th of April at Moth Club in London. Tickets are on general sale now. Search Moon Under Pod on socials, head to our page and click the link in the bio to get your tickets. We look forward to seeing you there. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ivy runs up the wall. Spreading like a delta of green. Timber creaks in the wind. The sun appears, fleeting from the clouds, illuminating the moon underwater. I'm Robbie Knox and I'm the landlord of the moon underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. Hello, Robbie. Oh, Dan. Dan, how are you today? Really what can I get you to drink? Just the usual, please. A mead? Oh, have you got mead on today? Got, got a new mead in. Yeah, from, okay. From some of the monks. Really, the monks? Yep, monks. I've been waiting for that brew. The new monk mead. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I'll have some monk mead. Okay, thanks. Absolutely. Absolutely fantastic. What have you been up to this week? Anything good? Well, as you know, I've been doing the uh, Couch to 5K. I'm up to 28-minute runs oh. around the correct realm. Have you? What's your preferred route? Do you go uh, past the, the water mill? I go past the water mill. I go past the monks. Right. I go past Which monks? The southern monks or the northern monks? <laughs> the southern monks. Okay, yeah. yeah. And give them a wave. Yep. Round the estuary, check in on my tugboat. I now call it my tugboat. What, have you got the legal rights to the tugboat? No, but I, no one else is looking at it. No, it's weird no one hangs out at Dishu's yeah. tugboat. Yeah. Um, back, yeah. yeah, and it's weird. Back. It's easier to run in the correct realm. In what way? Just, just a good climate. I think. I think so. I think the air's not thinner, thicker, <laughs> so it's easier to breathe. Is that? So, sorry, I'm not. A, I'm not an air scientist. The opposite so of really being know. at the top of a mountain. 
So being at the bottom of the sea? Yeah. <laughs> it's like being at the bottom yes. of the sea, but with oxygen. Yes. And look, at, look out the window there. Who's that? Who's that sprinting across the moors? I think it's the comedian, Sophie Duke. How are you? How are you doing, Sophie? Hey! Oh, yeah, this, good. Is, this is how I sound after I've been more sprinting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got some turn of pace about you there. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, the air's thick. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's thick. Fabulously thick. Yeah. First thing I should should say, Sophie, is that my mum never really comments on anyone I've ever interviewed in like a couple of decades, and she just texted me this morning to say uh, you were great on Frankie Boyle. Oh, so, there we go. Sounds like a you've legend. You've got the approval of a 74-year-old Scottish woman. So. <laughs> that is truly my key demographic. <laughs> Fabulous. I love a Scottish woman. If she's in her 70s, even better. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, will you clip that and use that out of context? <laughs> <laughs> almost certainly, almost certainly. Um, are, you, are you a pub fan, Sophie? I do like a pub. I feel like there are places that I've been to that don't have pub culture. I mean, abroad. Yes. Like places that I've been to pretty much everywhere in the UK yeah. has pub culture. Um, but I lived in France for a bit. They don't have pubs. And when they no. do, they, it's really, they've got like one Irish pub. Right. Uh, which any Irish pub abroad is sort of like a Disneyland for chaos and sadness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, and you can just go to a regular French Disneyland uh, for that but uh, they just have like apéro and like weird little bars and yeah. I feel like there's a real like I don't know the like vibe of a pub like the different seasons in the day yeah. for a pub are really great I, I like the French ones they have they have the places that like a pub or a bar type thing but it's also like a cigarette shop and news agents as well. You get those yeah. little tiny things. Think... Those are quite nice, but they're not pubs. No. Like, they have good stuff. I like the yeah. stuff that's like lots of outdoor, yeah, sort of semi-pub activity, but like we wouldn't have that apart from in proper summer. Where about we wouldn't in have France, were you? I was in Paris, so nowhere, nowhere with a true friendly vibe. Um, <laughs> I like Paris. Where about in Paris? I was living, so I was living on the Rives Boite and I was living at Courcelles, which is very fancy and is like nearish the Arc de Triomphe. Okay. But yeah. you can go like down the blue line towards like... Oh, my uh, friend's living there Place now. Place de Clichy. Oh, cool. I visited him in the, in the summer, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Is, do you like Paris? Do you like France? I do. I really do. There's really good drinks France. there. Yeah. There is good drinks. Yeah. And it's like I went I, with my family. We went down to Spain this year and I made and, and another family as well so two families together ten of us in total including six children and I made everyone get the train to southern Spain so we went through Ooh. Paris had a night in Paris and do you know I, my favourite thing about Paris Metro I think is I don't know what line it is it's the one that goes from like Gardenor down to Gardosolitz uh, when it comes the up by the no I think it's the one that comes up by the morgue whatever that is and over um, into it goes over the seine on on the, the fire du- it's maybe the orange one yes I think yeah, right. yeah 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 that's yeah. a good one that's a good one and that's got a lot of canal side yeah i think of the right a lot of canal side drinking yeah <laughs> a little drinking map of paris drink by the canal yeah that's that's it that's yeah nice to drink. i loved when i first went to paris as an adult a couple of times i didn't really get it and then i went with a french person and they took me to the good places. I'm like, all right, turns out I was just going to travel places in Paris is amazing. Yeah. It's quite easy because it's quite small and they love they love the tourist uh, dollar or euro, yeah. as mm. they call it. <laughs> as they call it. God, yeah. it's, it's a traveller. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when were you there? Uh, I was there because I studied French and English okay. literature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was there in my third year, but then I got a French boyfriend, so I kept going back. 
Okay. A big commute. Yeah. And a fun commute. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Paris many different ways. I took the Eurostar, mm. uh, often buying like secondhand Eurostar tickets, which were 50% of the time not real. <laughs> uh, I took the bus <laughs> and I once economy. got in a car in Lewisham and was driven into France. Didn't have to show my part. I sort of fell asleep in Lewisham and woke up outside Gare du Nord. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> what were your first experiences of pubs like? Oh, I think, I mean, my mum, like my family didn't really go to the pub. So like yeah. going to the pub with my dad was a big thing, but it wouldn't have been like a, I never went to the pub on Christmas, for no. example, which I did when I became an adult, not living at home. What, Christmas and Day or Christmas Eve? Or Christmas Eve. Oh. Christmas Eve drinking in a pub is very nice. It's, so, it's sort it's, of amazing. Yeah. But I just, then I went to Midnight Mass completely rat ass. I was just like looking at the bait, like the little nativity they had and I was like, this isn't correct. Yeah. No one should do this. And I stole the Christmas tree. <laughs> I was like, no one should do it. It's just absolutely wild. You stole the Christmas tree from the church? From no, the no, 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 come on. I wouldn't desecrate a house okay. of God. Okay. I went to the pub. Um, uh, I went to a pub. This is a pub in Stoke Newington, which yeah. I think Makita Oliver has I think I saw Makita. I was like, I was going to say, I think Makita Oliver has been seen there. I think I saw her. <laughs> by, by me. me yeah. By me. Seen by me. See, yeah. someone who looks like Makita Oliver was at this pub once. Yeah. Um, I think it's called the Rose. Do you want me to name pubs or not name pubs? You can name pubs, yeah. yeah. I think it's called the Rose and Crown. I'll say it's okay. called the Rose and Crown and you can cut it out. You know, because it's the one that's got the plaque saying Makita Oliver or someone who looks like her was once seen here. Was once yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, and then round the corner, there's like uh, a dillet little church by Clissel Park. And I went in drunk sang too loudly by yourself no with some friends okay it wasn't the that would have been really a christmas of crime and then we left left uh the mass service singing i don't know what it was but there were people there people had gathered in the church and when i left on the way home i saw a christmas tree that wasn't being attended but i think it was also not being sold because it was like it was 11.59. Yeah. Or like maybe even past midnight on Christmas morning. So if anything, no it was a needed. lonely Christmas tree. It was tree. a lonely Christmas tree. you gave her home to. Yeah, but it yeah. was also absolutely massive, so it was really <laughs> yeah. hard to carry home. Oh, yeah. it was, I thought, I was imagining it was sort of a little small no, one. You better. No, it wasn't it was a, a proper tree. tree. It was a big tree. It took wow. three of us to carry it. But then I had a, a free tree. If you're willing to wait till 1am on Christmas yeah. morning. Yeah, that's the best time to get trees. <laughs> I mean, not for the build-up of Christmas. I don't think my kids would like it if I didn't get Christmas tree till 1am. But imagine the magic before. of coming down Christmas morning and there wasn't a tree the night before oh, and yeah. then there is in the morning. <sighs> yeah. My mum and dad used to put like extra sparkle on it uh, overnight. overnight. Oh. So you'd come down, it would oh, look better good. than it did the night before. That is gorgeous. It's really sweet. Yeah. I might do that. I'm looking for some new... Really Christmas nice. traditions to do. We've got three kids and it's like they're at prime Christmas age. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I might, might incorporate that. Pimp up the tree. Yeah. 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 Fedora. <laughs> I've done, I've started doing, since I moved to Norwich a few years ago, I've started doing daytime Christmas pub trips on Christmas day. Oh. Like it opens for like two hours, 12 till two. So I do all my, I do the cooking. So I do all my prep, have a nice breakfast, have this open presents and all that. And then we'll go 12 till two in the pub because you get, the kids will bring their toys along. Yeah. Something last year, it's a really nice atmosphere. Last year, I went to the toilet, and some guy said to me, "Is that your son walking around with this head to about here?" I was going, "Oh yeah, yeah." I said, "Oh, if you can't find him, he's outside teaching my grand to play bop it." 
<laughs> sort of thing. So it's a really nice little atmosphere, barpit and all that. So it's a really nice sort of atmosphere in there. But because it's only open for two hours, it's like a real there few drinks. There's no hanging around. Go yeah. back. Yeah. That, Christmas is, that dinner. is quite nice. Oh, so you don't eat there? Because that is no. what would put me off going to the pub on Christmas. Mm. But I think that's because I feel like most inner city pubs don't yeah. have good food. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't trust that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want to eat there. I'm also Christmas not a day. fan of a roast. Yeah. So. And yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind bar staff having to come in for an hour or two yeah. because people are buying them drinks as well, sort of thing. It's a nice friendly sort of atmosphere. I don't want to have to be in the kitchen cooking on Christmas Day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've yeah. got a heart, haven't you? Got some heart. I mean, yeah. I want some kind of work from them, but I don't <laughs> want them to work all day. Sort of thing. Mm. And I like cooking. Right. You get two choices on draft in your Moon Underwater. Sophie, what's going to be your first choice? Um, I think that my first choice is going to be a little drink from the States called Blue Moon. Ooh, Blue Moon. Ooh, what, what made you select a Blue Moon? moon. Um, <laughs> I think because it is the only American beer that doesn't taste like piss. I don't know why. <laughs> That's that their tagline, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah, we don't taste like piss, Blue Moon. Um, well, I like, okay, one, because this podcast is called The Moon Underwater. Okay. Two. So nice. Yeah, good. You're like, oh, yeah. really? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, a moon drink feels appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, because I was very surprised because I, I really hate American yeah. lager in general. But also because I think there's a sort of like, mystical whimsical quality about the drink itself that is also in the experience of drinking it like i love the label i love the little like the the moon like i love the moon like i feel like i also first had it in oxford uh one of my friends was american and drank it and i sort of always like um yeah a drink that has some sort of garnish some sort of obligatory garnish is it is it orange with orange yeah Yeah. it's it's a bit of orange it's a good, it is a good label sort of thing. And I'll be totally honest, I've drunk it. I never knew it was American. Just assumed it was Belgium or yeah, something like that. Yeah, because it's good. Mm. Yeah, that's probably, is it? Yeah, mm. it's it's good. Well, I mean, it's in the, it's uh, white beer, right? Yeah, in the yeah, style yeah. of Belgian. Yeah. Yeah, so there was a, there was a, a, at one point, a confederation of Belgian breweries got a bit annoyed that they called their, called it Belgian white. Because oh. strictly speaking, it wasn't. So they, so they kind of changed it so that now that they say it's a, Belgian style wheat beer. Belgian style, style wheat so that, beer. But I mean, those that amalgamation of brewers is correct because I thought it was Belgium, so they are. Yeah. Yes. Spot on there. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. It's nice. catfishing. <laughs> yes. As Americans are want to do. <laughs> as, they, as they love. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know what you mean about a lot of sort of, I guess, the mainstream American lagers not being. That great. Although I will stand by you Cause Light. Cause I'm a big Cause Light Cause, fan. Duh, no. 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 There is no. I mean, I haven't had it that much, but yeah. it's sort of, it feels disappointing. It feels, for a day of just generic drinking, which is going to be going on for a while, I will, I will die on my Cause Light Hill. Okay. But. Um, it is now made by Miller's Cause. Well, there you go. Blue Good. Moon. Oh. Mm, okay. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the call is coming from inside. Cause make Madrid. Yeah. The call is coming from inside the house. People <laughs> are sleeping on Cause. <laughs> Um, but I know what you mean because when I lived in Canada in Vancouver, they they would have beer that was slightly better than the American mm. lagers, and they'd be like, "Hey, how are you coping with our uh, with our with our lagers? You you okay coping with that?" And it was just because it was slightly better than America. I go, mm. I come from the continent that has 
Germany and yeah. Czech Republic and all these sort of places. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. yeah. So, it's like your chocolate's yeah, bad, your beer is bad. So, yeah, yeah. What, what else do you know about Blue Moon, Dan? Well, it was originally called Belly Slide Wit. Whoa. Yeah, that was the first name for it. So the guy that um, kind of invented it and was and he, he'd done a PhD in brewing in Brussels, so he did know his Belgian yeah, beers. Yeah. And he went back and started doing it, and this was the one that, and this was the one that they He reverse colonized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um and his man called, do you know his name? His name was uh can't see it at the moment. I can't remember. Oh, it's it's Keith. I know it's Keith. Classic Keith. Keith, I've got I've just seen it here. Keith Villa. Keith Villa. Which is the most mundane followed by exotic name I've heard. Yeah. I mean Keith Bitdell Villa. Keith Villa. Exotic. Uh, and he so he, he brewed a few, and this was the favourite, and he called it Belly Slide Wit because they're because they're brewing at a uh, baseball stadium, um, a Coors Field in Denver, okay. Denver, Colorado. Do you slide on your belly during baseball? When you when you need to, no, not always, do you? I, I suppose they sometimes they will some, do. They, if they're trying to get to the base, yeah. they do a little slide, don't they? Okay. I think. Yeah, not that I know that much about right. baseball. I was like, it's got to be a water park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then he says, during a tasting of the beer, someone said, a beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon. And so they called it Blue Moon. That's quite a weird thing to say, I think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a plant. Like someone who's yeah. like your friend is going to be like, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Wow, this beer is so good, drinkers. Yeah. 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 So that's how it's called Blue Moon. I'm going to call it a belly slide now. Yeah. yeah. Belly slide's a better name. Belly slide. But it, it, it does, I think they want, did they want it to be a bit more refi- refined? Yeah, yeah, probably. You can you can be like, call amongst your friends and ask for a belly slide. And they go, what? I go, oh, sorry, you yeah. guys probably know it as Blue Moon. But yeah. I've, been, I've yeah. been drinking it so long. Yeah. It was yeah. called. Was there at the beginning? Belly slide when I first started drinking it in 1995. Yeah. Began. Mm. I feel like it's been around longer. I, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't have known. I didn't really go to Puzzle mm. for 1995, but. Relative I didn't realise it was a relative newcomer in the world it of... Is, yeah, a beer that's yeah, younger okay. than me. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, because I am famously the youngest person. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You are. Yeah. I'm at the age now where the Prime Minister's younger than me. That's, oh, oh, that's the first yes. time. It used to be like, oh, God, God, that footballer's that yeah. footballer's younger than me. Now it's oh. politicians. Boy. So who knows what it'd be next. Yeah, that's depressing. Thanks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, if you move to America, the... Yeah, then you're yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'll, just get, I'll just get there for a while. That's the depressing thing with the American president. It's going to be. That's when it's the end. Um, right, what's your second choice on draft so far? I think it is. Okay. Uh, okay. My second choice is a San Miguel. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You look, you look yeah. worried every time you suggest yeah. something. Well, There's no I, judgment here. I often looked worried when I ordered a San Miguel because the only reason that I ordered a San Miguel is because I thought it was like a sophisticated choice because when you're underage and you're going to the pub, if you order like a juice or like, yeah, you yeah. don't know what adults drink. Yeah, yeah. So your order has to be like, it has to be like cool, yeah. but like not arouse suspicion. <laughs> yeah. So like it doesn't so, stop once you get past the bouncer. Yeah. Like you've got to order something that makes you not look like a 17 year old. Or you a can't go too far the other way. You can't yeah. have a single malt. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> weird, weird, weird. Yeah, yeah. Mead, no. Yeah. So <laughs> just constantly from 16 to 18, just drank mead. Um, so at a house party, this boy that I fancied, uh, this was actually not in a pub, but he was like, uh, I thought he was really cool. 
And then we like wanted to go, like he was like, oh, go get like a lager. We were going to pick up some lagers. And he was, someone was like, what do you want? He was like, San Miguel. So I was like, San Miguel just like set, like it rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It's cute, possibly Spanish. I don't know. It yeah. sounds like you'll refine. And that's why I'd be like San Miguel. So that was my safety beer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. I've done. I mean, I probably did think a bit like that, I think. I definitely did. I, yeah. Everyone used to drink Beck's in the night. Bottles of Beck's was, mm. a, was the safe option. I just knew that I liked cider. And I think that was probably because it was like in between beer and apple juice. Yeah. yeah. So I got into sort of cider for quite a while sort of thing. And that was that's sort of an acceptable thing. But it is sort of a youthful drink. It isn't is it, quite a lot youthful. Of time. I got into cider because of Royal Dahl. Because uh, oh, in Fantastic right. Mr. Fox, you know, oh, yeah, of yeah. I love Fantastic that Mr. Book. Fox, he's like, gotta yeah. get the cider. And he yeah. says it tastes like sunbeams and rainbows, yeah. which proves that Dahl was very much in the pocket of big cider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> sure. a lot of the cider you have access to when you're a child does not taste like sunbeams no, and rainbows. <laughs> it gives you the feelings of quarries and, uh, <laughs> and building site drinking. Uh, yeah, that was my favorite books growing up. Oh. Uh, that's why he's not do you think, what, do you think that's 16. why you got into so maybe cider? it is maybe i've subliminally Lord been would be allowed to do that now just be like the, the very hungry caterpillar yeah. is just gossip yeah like, i mean i mentioned this <laughs> i mentioned this <laughs> i mentioned this nearly every week as on here but i'm still shocked by it there was a when i was growing up and there was the alcohol pop craze hooch and everything was coming mm. out they briefly brought out alcoholic milk no. Yeah. Until yeah, and they had to, and eventually true. everyone went. That's a bit much. It's true. I've, I've that is I think it was called moo. But wait, I I feel like I remember that, but I don't know if I knew it was alcoholic. But maybe that's just a word wait, I know. Yeah, but it's just, it's just, it's <laughs> yeah. also the noise cows make. So maybe oh my that god, it. that's yeah. why the cows want it back. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. But I'm not gonna. I'm boring everyone this week. But it's moo. Just, I feel people should was know. Was it flavored? You got to flavor alcoholic milk. Yeah. It's, it can't be just alcohol and milk. It was cool. I mean, that wouldn't pass your pub test. There's no way at 17 you would have walked up to the bar and said, can I have a glass of moo, please? <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was sold as an alcoholic dairy cooler. Oh, that's oh, disgusting. Man. I just think... You just feel like it's going to be cur- curdled, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I went, I went back to this... Um, uh, I had today. I went, went back to this house with a girl once and we oh. drank quite a lot. Right. Player. And then we decided at some point in the night to try and mix things up and we tried mixing white wine and Baileys that, and that did it just everything just Split. fell apart yeah. yeah yeah. I would imagine that's would, what would happen with alcoholic milk that's what sports teams would do at university Who's, whoever got man of the match or something yeah. would have to drink some pint and they'd you, I think Guinness and Baileys they'd mix because that would curdle and stuff like oh. this sort of thing. yeah we, I've mixed a lot we had a uh, gin and Stella <laughs> what's that like <laughs> that oh good. it's an experience <laughs> is it <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, man. Uh, anything else? Just a tin top? Uh, it's, you can't make it okay by no. saying a gin top. It's a, it's a bad <laughs> no. thing is a jello. It's okay. a bad. It's, wow. Yeah. A what, jello. What, what, what do you know about um, San Miguel, Dan? Um, I did want to say to you, actually, Robbie, that San Miguel um, makes a few claims on their website. And one of them is that it's also the beer of snow. I don't know. Yeah. What does that mean? So what they said is they really like skiing because they're trying to be a global beer. Mm-hmm. And they said, we really like skiing. And it says that, and it has, says there's a three-part routine for enjoying San Miguel when you're skiing, right? First one is taking advantage of the early morning when the snow's still, still soft and you can inhale the feeling of freedom that we like so much. It's the perfect time to descend and have an unforgettable experience. Okay, part one. Part two, a well-deserved toast. After an intense day of skiing and fun, what really tastes good is celebrating with the knowledge that the best mountain is yet to be discovered. 
right? And you go, okay. It's very well, formal, this. Yeah, yeah, you go, okay, skiing, yeah. Dennis yeah. San Miguel. We go, all right, well, what's part three? They go, what if we extend the après ski party? <laughs> so it's just like, so part three is just part two again. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, so that's their link to snow. Okay. Yeah. I think, I don't think snow when I think San Miguel. No. I think beach, beaches, yeah. Yeah. maybe. I think they should stick with that. that has never seen snow or tasted something <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah it's like that thing that became famous on reddit when someone said that like sunny delight is orange juice made by someone who's never had orange juice yeah. sort of thing i think it's that sort of that sort of vibe to it isn't it um i will just give one more thing because this is one of my favorite things that i've read on a beer website uh, so that it has some food pairings on there mm. And it said you can have uh, you Crisps. can have it. You can have it with <laughs> just about what I would pair it with. <laughs> you can have it with an international cheese platter. And then it says, "What better company for a set of cheeses of different origins than our most international beer? An authentic pairing from around the world that will surprise and titillate you in equal measure." Oh. Sophie, have you ever been titillated by a cheese platter? Um, <laughs> I'm not willing to Strange disclose question. that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a lawyer f- presence. yeah it's a very curious word to you titillated i i think i've been sorry to bury the lead yeah. i think i've yeah. been to a san miguel beer tasting oh wow i think wow. they're really up on like it can be well obviously beer can be classy but yeah. like you can enjoy beer in all these different moods or these different times because i think sometimes people think you can't yeah. <laughs> or that it's yeah. just kind of, but like i think that people are like if you hate wine which some people do yeah you can just like you know, have yeah, the beer be the fancy thing. So I think yeah. they've got like different strains. That makes it sound like a virus. <laughs> they've got different, <laughs> different San Miguel's yeah. for different ah, they, I, um, it feels, diseases, times a day. It feels like they're trying to make, just capture all of the things rather yes. than being like... Good at one thing. Something yeah. like, like Red Strap would be like music or something, wouldn't yeah. it? San Miguel is just like uh, skiing, cheese, <laughs> whatever really. Cheese, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Beaches, cheese, whatever, yeah. <laughs> All cheese though, not just like one country's cheese, any, yeah. every country's cheese. The global thing is their big thing, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well. But that said, even though their marketing is maybe slightly unhinged, I do think it is a quite a good all-rounder beer. It is. Yeah, like it's, it's not. Nice I don't think beer. anywhere. Any, I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh, if you order it. I'd be more than happy if I'm giving a San Miguel. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. I and can't. Yeah. Definitely. I, I feel like it's a nice hot weather beer for me. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Okay. Well done, San Miguel. Yeah. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Thousands of people listen to The Moon Underwater every week and we can help deliver your brand message to targeted audiences. So if you want to be part of The Moon Underwater and connect with engaged audio listeners, get in touch. Just email sales at audioalways.com and find out more about how podcast advertising and sponsorship could work for you. That's sales at audioalways.com. You get two bottles of or cans in your moon underwater. So you can pick what's your first one? Um my first bottle is a bottle of vine called Male Tears. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. sorry. Yeah. I was like Yeah. Male Tears. Oh no, because I've I, I paused because I've read about it. It's it's one of the most interesting stories I've ever read about a bottle of wine. Okay. So I was waiting for you to, to uh, yeah, tell us about it. So I have had it and it is delicious. Mm. Um, uh, the, the wine, not just male tears, which I've also had, but they are delicious. <laughs> um, I don't actually know much of the backstory behind this wine. So I was trying a whole bunch of wines, tried a wine that I didn't choose called uh, Poute Feministe yes. in French. Which... I've had that. Have you had Poute Feministe? Do you know what? I've got a bottle. It's such a brilliant bottle. Yeah. I've got a bottle and I got, off of Amazon, I got a little set of lights, like fairy lights that go into the wine bottle and put it on, it's on, on my sideboard. Oh, oh it is a good And that's a an orange story. wine, isn't it? Yeah. It's yes. A, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it sounds, so like the person who was giving it to me described it and it sounded like the kind of wine I hate. Like it sounded like a bottle of perfume. They were like, it's really like flowery and fr- I was just like this sounds like it's going to be disgusting you can drink it and then just tap a little just bit on your dab, neck dab it yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it had a great name feminist mm-hmm. whores bottle I think it's some women like bush out love that yeah uh tried it <laughs> <laughs> love a bush out bottle yeah and it was great like it was all the I think it's like it was a really I think feminist wine not the one I chose um because like you know this is like male tears is just like a classic I think dry white and I love a dry white and I love male sadness. So (laughs) that's why it's, that's why it's a bottle that's going to be up there. So people, yeah, like can have the fun of ordering it, but also like, that's what I want a lot of time when I'm at the pub. So this make, because I've not had, I've not had male tears. Again, I've had my own, Um, (laughs) but is is it made by the same? It's made by the same uh, producer. I think she's called Fleur. Yes. Fleur Goddard. Yes. With, uh, she's got a, business partner uh louise loose and she said it's it like you were saying about ordering it she said um to start off it made us laugh to imagine a sommelier giving a wine list to a powerful man seated at a restaurant and that man's uncomfortable quizzical expression <laughs> when he opens the page on put feminist or male tears as we thought about it we realized there was enough space for it to open up a debate and new forms of interrogation so these wines are both provocative and joy inducing yeah. yeah. Oh. That sounds fabulous. Yeah. yeah. I, as I say, feminists, I'm not as good at pronouncing words. Um, no, it's good. really fruity, isn't it? It's yeah, lovely, fruity. fruity orange wines. Yeah, one of my favourites. And so Yeah, it was a close it. contender, but male tears, I think, yeah. Just the simplicity of it. Mm. I'm going to get a bottle. I really want to try get it. Some. Get sounds, a bottle of male tears. Yeah. It sounds really nice. Disappointing that the uh, bell isn't going off. Yeah, sorry about yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it's not. Don't look at me. It's the. It's, it's the, the moon pub. underwater. It's the moon underwater. It's nothing okay. to do yeah. with me. The pub or the patriarchy. Yeah. 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 It probably <laughs> is. Um, no, I mean it's it's the uh, the uh, put feminist line actually came from a. Did you know that it came from an 
argument that they'd had or oh, no. with this um someone who was very nasty to them and then they he was saying some misogynistic things and then uh fleur argued back and then he got a bit annoyed and he and he said something about uh um feminist oh wow and that gave her the idea oh of God. let's do it let's do a wine based on it what an so, amazing f you yeah that. exactly i love like how she's like the taylor swift of wine yeah yeah <laughs> she's like this one's about you yeah this is about oh. that's exactly it and 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 the great thing about the wine they don't um or what you know another great thing about them is that they don't make any money off them so when they do that set uh each bottle the company donates seven percent to a cause linked to the scene that's addressed with the wine um so the money from Poot Feminist went to Accept ST which is a Paris-based not-for-profit organization that supports transgender community oh my god I'm so you've go- picked oh, up you've picked so amazing nice. I didn't even know this wine was that <laughs> I knew oh. I knew yeah god, I, I love that people yeah. are making this stuff I mean it is a pricey wine but now I know that I'm like this is so much more stuff that I can say when people go, I like that bottle. I'm like, yeah, 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 like, yeah that's know. why we put the fairy lights yeah, yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it at the time, but <laughs> the actual reason, now I think about it, why I've got it there. Yeah, what, fabulous. Yeah. It'd be great to get Fleur on here, wouldn't it, if she's ever over. It would be amazing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she sounds yeah. incredible. Yeah. It does sound cool. I'm going to hunt her down. In a cool, respectful and not. I'm going to... Yeah. Call her up and ask her for some free wine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And some Respect chicken, because she does wine and chick- wine and poultry. Oh my... Does she? Does she yeah. have a farm? What's she doing? Yeah. Oh my... Yeah. She's... She's my new favourite person. Yeah, Fleur Goddard, my yeah. future wife. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's a wonderful... <laughs> a wonderful pub you're creating here, Sophie, because you can... You can you've got everything here. If you want to crush the patriarchy, you can... If you want to have an international cheese platter, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. the perfect thing to accompany yeah. it, sort of thing. To titillate what, you. What is your yeah. next bottle or can? Uh, my next bottle is a can. I'm getting mm-hmm. that as a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my next bottle is a can of ting. Oh, ting. That's, that's nice that you made that noise. Oh, yeah. I knew it would be ting. I knew yeah. it would be ting. Ting. It's materialising. Oh, it's, it's, what's, what's that in front of us? It's Ooh. ting. Ooh. It's a sparkling yeah. grapefruit flavoured beverage. Yeah. It's very surprising how um, the Mind Underwater always seems to materialise the cheapest of the guests. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel slightly bad because we did have one the other day that got quite an expensive tequila. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, I was I was thinking about Sorry, tactically Sophie. making all my choices really expensive. You should have done. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Tell, I was actually, part. I prefer this to San Miguel. Okay. Because San Miguel is, I mean, no, no, I prefer, it's more... It's more romantic to have a ting, yep, a surprise ting than a San Miguel. But the San Miguel, as I say, is my classic, my go-to. Mm-hmm. So this is this is nice. What is ting? Ting is I don't t- okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just lost my mind. Um, <laughs> it's a grapefruit drink. Is a grapefruit flavored drink. I've just seen on the the can that it's made with Caribbean grapefruit. I don't yes. know if that's new, but I started drinking ting at Hilo which was a, which I started drinking ting in Hilo, which was an establishment in Oxford. It was like the Jamaican bar okay. in Oxford. And it was run by a very problematic man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of used to like, it was like a sort of, yeah, it was like a sort of like drinking shack, had a sort of like, it was like pub adjacent. And he used to like charge like quite shockingly different prices for different people, depending on oh, whether really? he liked them. Uh, so yeah, so like I went and ordered like, I don't know, a t- like a rum and ting. 
and it was like three quid or something. Mm-hmm. And then my friend Jamie, who's Glaswegian, went and ordered a ting, and I think it was like eight quid. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> he was just like, yeah, I paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, it's just a bit a of balance, man. isn't it? It's a bit of balance. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was reparations. I think he was just a, a <laughs> yeah, crooked very man. Informal reparations <laughs> yeah. that this man decided to sort out. What, so it's not alcoholic. It's, a, it's not alcoholic. It's not alcoholic. I actually, I think I am going to drink this. T- well, once I've fin- okay. once I've finished my water. I'm going to open the ting. I'm going to open it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had ting. I've, I've seen never ting. had ting. But You've never I've, been, had ting. I've been reading about it and I think it might be my drink because we had the author John Niven on a while ago and he just did this little thing where he just, it was a throwaway comment. He just said something about Coke and he said, uh, what do you mean you don't like, he wasn't really talking to me, but he went, what do you mean you don't like Coke? What are you, a communist? It was just a little sort of line, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I really don't. Yeah. It's too sweet. I do not like it, I right? I don't like it in any drink. I don't like drinking it by itself. And I was thinking, but I was like, so, but maybe this is a new mixer oh, no, for no, me. Oh, no, no, okay. I think is it's pressure, sweet. Or is it? It's, it's a bit sweet. It's, I think it's the best mixer. Okay. Because I don't like drinking mixes because I never I wasn't allowed fizzy drinks when I was little because my mum was uh, on a health kick. So I never drank yeah, fizzy drinks. I don't allow my son fizzy drinks. But now when I drink them, and this might happen to your son, um, I feel like they're, I always feel like they've got alcohol with them because I only ever drank them as mixes. So oh. if I drink like a Fanta, I feel like I'm going to be off my tits soon because... <laughs> It doesn't make sense to have them without alcohol. And I think okay. ting is maybe ting and like ginger beer, yeah. which isn't always like a sugary fizzy drink, but yeah. it can be. Yeah. Uh, are kind of like the only things that I can bear to drink yeah. by I'm, themselves. I'm going to have a taste now. I'm okay, going to drink too. my first ever ting. ting. <gasps> oh, nice. That's nice. That's like nice. Yes. I do like it. Yeah. It's, it not, too, nice. it's not too sweet. Yeah. It's not too sweet. It's not got that tang of grapefruit do you know what I mean mm. I don't like I don't eat just grapefruit really I have a key on it but that is can nice I, I'm going to take that this ting away nice. with me but can I can I have a bit of can we split yes you have some of my ting can I have a tiny bit of ting sure <laughs> rum and ting oh now, yeah that's, that's, that's okay. enough ting is, in me. is it rum and ting your your go to for a for a, for a ting cocktail um I think yeah I think it would be rum and ting because I think I'd like a little bit of like fieriness in there or tequila mm. and ting yeah yeah I think tequila and ting would be the one, really. Yeah. Maybe with a bit of lime. I like the blurb on the can. Yeah. It says, Ooh. simply the best ting when it comes to stimulating your taste buds. Exciting and invigorating, also known as a real Jamaican gem. Packed with real grapefruit juice in every sip. They've given up on the ting. Yeah, thing yeah, they were like, okay. They were like, <laughs> we've done enough. Get ready to enjoy this refreshing beverage straight from the can or mix in to your favourite cocktails. Either way... It's a Jamaican thing. I think mix you ha- it into your favourite cocktails. My favourite cocktail is probably a Bloody Mary, and I don't think I'm going to be <laughs> chucking no. ting in it. No. Well, you never know. You never know. I think I'm sad you didn't do that in a Jamaican accent. I'm sad. Yeah, actually. Sad, but also I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think you it's didn't for spontaneously the best. go to Jamaican accent after yeah. tasting the ting, which would have been yeah, a real. That would yeah. have been good. Yeah, I think it's best to never do the accent. I would say is um, the the ting cocktail that I want to try. I read about uh, Campari ting. Ooh. which can and it's sort of a longish story but i'll try to keep it quick but campari in jamaica had no one really drank it like it wasn't pe- people sort of it's bitter and it wasn't yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. To, to to tastes and things and then they started a marketing campaign of going drink your campari with ting and suddenly it just like took off like there was a as an author of a jamaican cookbook uh riaz phillips 
said um, uh, music is the main driver of social culture in, in Jamaica and Campari has been seen in music videos which has influenced younger drinkers at small bars and raves to order bottles of Campari, uh, Campari for their tables. But when they first did it, uh, when it first sort of started taking off, there was two years where Campari couldn't couldn't keep up with demand of getting getting oh, the drink wow. out there because it just became such a popular cocktail strike so quickly from like a standing start. Wow. So I really want to try that because that's quite wow. obviously Campari's bitter. Yeah, I think it would be really nice. I think that would be really good. Mm. It's a very it's like the I like that it's being like name dropped in like presumably like dance hall music videos and stuff. Yeah. It's like the Hennessy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Campari and Ting, Pims and yeah. Ting. Yeah. Pims and Ting would be good as well. Pims and Ting would be the good. The darkness of Pims. Pims. I suppose you know what I've been. I've been rude about the Bloody Mary thing, but maybe Ting is going to work in there. It's just another maybe fruity a, thing, isn't yeah. it? Maybe in a Bloody Maria? Maybe, yeah. 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 It seems like it's very, very... What's the word? It's versatile. Versatile, versatile is the word. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a San Miguel-esque. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's an all-rounder. Yeah. It's to cocktails what San Miguel is to international cheeses. <laughs> yeah. 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 Put it in your jello. Yeah. <laughs> jello I and think ting. it's a great choice. So... Um, what would you so you'd be encouraging people in your pub to have rum ting, and ting? Ting as a mixer, even though I'm not a Caribbean myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd be just a little bit of Caribbean flavor. Also, yeah. I do like a if you don't want a full Paloma, you don't want to be chopping grapefruits all the time, no. but you just want a little bit of one of your five a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, I'm not certain that this is that, but <laughs> this is and ting. It's, a, it's maybe 0.2 of your ting. five a day. Maybe I'd incorporate the little bell if ever there was. If anyone heard a ting, then it'd be yeah. like it'd be around a ting. Yeah, complimentary ting. That's nice. Yeah, you can yeah. you can have my bell. How exciting! Oh. Yeah. You can't give away your bell. Oh, maybe I'll borrow the bell. Okay, you can borrow, I'll the, borrow bell. the bell. For special or I'll occasions. bring the bell whenever I come to the pub. Yes. Yeah. Please bring your bell. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Fine. But weird. Yeah. Right. So, did you enjoy a pub quiz? Oh. I think I get. <laughs> I feel that one's about to happen. Um, I feel like I get very competitive. So if I feel like you know, I mean, you never would have known from watching Taskmaster. Yeah. Um, I get very competitive. So if I feel like you know you're on a dud team, it's not going to happen for you. I feel like I, I either get very angry or I disengage. Okay. But when I go in, I'm committed. When you've got yeah. the, you've got the good team name, you got the you got the all stars. Then I feel like when I feel like the team can go the distance, I'm really committed. Specialist subject? Ooh. Right. Dogs? Oh, okay. Oh. Maybe dogs. That's not that's not a pub quiz standard category. No. Should be. Probably a, a, yeah, what does that come under? Science? Bi- I think bi- a natural world. Natural yeah. world, maybe. You were saying you're good at natural world. You good yeah, at dogs? I'm not bad. I've got some uh, I'm not great at dogs. We Pugs, won a pub dogs. quiz. Yeah, we won a pub quiz the other night and there was a there was a close-up pictures of three different kinds of shark nailed, nailed that oh, yeah. wow, nice. what you got you had to name the was type of shark it was a uh, whale Ooh. manta ray Ooh. and a tiger did you say whale mm. whale shark the whale shark the biggest biggest fish in the world yeah, yeah so yeah, whale, whale shark so that's not a whale a whale shark. shark but it's called a whale shark because it's really big i think i assume yeah. okay yeah well wow every day's a school mm. day dan why do you do your quiz Okay, phones away, put a gag on Siri, it's quiz time. Elvis's black belt was in karate. I saw it on QI. No half points for saying JK Rowling is the lead singer of Jamiroquai. 
Moira Stewart. No, I'm afraid it was Gordon Honeycomb. Yeah, so we're going to do a quiz, Sophie. Yay! And three questions, and I'll ask them, have a think about them, and then we'll get your answers in the second part of the podcast and see how well you did. You're in competition with Robbie. A friendly competition. Friendly competition. I'm not competitive. (laughs) It might be friendly for me, unfriendly for me. Unfriendly for me. And what I thought I would do is, in honour of the title of your latest tour, Hag, this is a quiz on... With hags and witches and that, that nice. sort of thing. Nice, love it, yeah. love it. Actually, uh, yeah, I'm good at witches. In, oh, okay. I think, I think yes, I well, we'll yeah. see. I don't know much think, about witches. Okay, so let's go. Question one. The lines double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble became common things for which characters to say? But which play were they first found in? Don't tell us now. Ooh. Tell us now. Question two. Hags are sometimes used as warnings to children to stay away from a potentially dangerous place or area. Peg Powler, Grindy Low, Jenny Greenteeth and <laughs> Nellie Longarms are all regional English variations on the same type of hag which is said to dwell in what kind of habitat? So if you don't mm. know, it's guessable. Mm. And question three. Baba Yaga, which is one of the most famous hags, a Slavic hag, has a home that walks around the forest on the legs of an animal. What legs does it walk around the forest on? Oh. It has a phone. Uh, a, a home. A home, yeah. yeah a home. Yeah, no, Baba Yaga yes. yeah, predated yes. the... Yeah, the mobile phone, phone. Yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, so there. There we go. Okay, brilliant. Well, we will get the answers in the second half of the podcast, but it's time to leave for those of you who don't support The Moon Underwater on Patreon. If you'd like to subscribe, head to moonunderpod.com and sign up to get ad-free extended episodes a day early, a monthly bonus podcast, and access to The Moon Underwater Social Club on Facebook. We'll see you soon in part two. We will continue creating Sophie's wonderful dream pub. Thousands of people listen to The Moon Underwater every week and we can help deliver your brand message to targeted audiences. So if you want to be part of The Moon Underwater and connect with engaged audio listeners, get in touch. Just email sales at audioalways.com and find out more about how podcast advertising and sponsorship could work for you. That's sales at audioalways.com.